thank you everyone for joining us. I know it's been a long time before we had any SICCAS happen. Uh, we were going through some internal changes, but this is a new year, 2017, and I want to make sure that we get as many podcasts as we can out to you guys with different topics. And today we're going to start off with something new that the Sikh Research Institute has been doing, which is called Shabbats of the Week. So every week there's going to be a new Shabbat on their website translated in a way I think that not many uh, people have seen before. And so today we're going to start off with our first Shabbat. And I have with me the CEO of Sikh Research Institute in Inkar with us um, to talk about it, to talk about uh, the new year to talk about what Shabbats of the week mean, what's our objective. And so let's get into it. Inikar, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you, Manpreet. Bye, Guruji Ka Khalsa. Bye, Guruji Ki Fateh, everyone. Perfect. So just so, before we get into this, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, a little bit about your uh, background, and a little bit about what the, a uh, little bit about 2017. Sikh Research Institute project? Uh, a little bit about myself. Um, you know, a dreamer, a writer, a poet, um, a painter is leading one of the most prestigious organizations, the Sikh Research Institute, the educational organization. So what do you want me to say about that? Am I qualified? Absolutely not. But do I love the organization? Yes. So you have a lover leading an education, a Sikh educational organization, and so things flow in a different way. It's not the normal, or whatever normal is, the CEO uh, route. This is a different route we take along the way, and we bumble, we stumble, but some things come out great, and some of them are learning experiences. But life is a learning experience, so we take it from that perspective. So you asked, you know, what is in for Sikri for 2017? I think for me, it is the Shabbat of the week. And also, we are, we are beginning Thursday Thoughts. Now, these Thursday Thoughts are where Sardar Kapoor Singh. We had introduced 200, uh, 2016 with Professor Puran Singh. So the entire year, we had Sundays with Professor Puran Singh. And there was a thought of his. This year... We are introducing a new Sikh author to the audience so that they get to know his thought. Those are the two things. And besides, we have our online courses which are going on, you know, our webinars. And being the 350th uh, anniversary celebration of the Dasme Pacha, we have a couple of significant programs also being uh, happening for that. So in a nutshell, that's what's happening at Sikri. Great, great. Very exciting. So let's get started with the Shabbat of the Week called You and I, I and You. What's the difference? So I'll let you take it away here uh, to go through the Shabbat, and then we'll talk about it. All right. Um, this Shabbat is by uh, Bhagat Ravidasji, and it's in Siri Rag. You and I, I and you, what's the difference? Like gold and its bracelet like water and its waves. If we did not transgress, O infinite, how would Nam be the Redeemer? You, the commander, are the knower. Divine and votary recognize each other. I seek this wisdom. Let the body remember. 
can somebody teach Ravidas? The one pervades everyone equally. Those are his words. Transcreated. I don't want to use the word translated because it's impossible to translate Bani. Bani is vast, infinite, and we are very um, finite and small. So um, this is a transcreation, uh, and this is our understanding of this Shabbat at this moment, at this time, which, you know, I do want to say was not that yesterday, and which definitely will hopefully evolve and deepen as the relationship with Shabbat gets deeper. So in this project, uh, this Shabbat of the Week, um, Harinder Singh and I have been working on it and uh, developing this program to be able to bring 52 Shabbats to the audience. And um, the podcast is something new, which we said, let us try and see if we can expand the translation, transcreation a little bit more. And, um, you know, and I, as I was working on the Shabbat, uh, correction, as Shabbat was working on me, you know, I, I reflected on the life of Bhagat Ravidas. I mean, you know, he was tanner of the lowest caste. And yet for him, what he is saying is quite revolutionary, that the human being is part of the divine. This Bhagat Ravidas rejected every caste distinction. He's rejected in his life all rituals. And, uh, you know, he's, his life is that if you want to experience the divine, then you must be free from duality. And for, and for me, his life is an inspiration that someone solo, and he is telling me, experience the divine, be free from duality. And, you know, he uses the word here, how would Nam be the redeemer? And Nam is a word which we which comes constantly in Barney, you know, and we don't, we you know, we try to grasp it. And that's why I've kept Nam as Nam, because you really can't describe it. You know, it is that essence that 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 binds the entire creation into one. And, you know, it's used to express that existence. Now, in Sid Ghost, Sometimes we say, okay, you know, Nam is is Nam, Shabbat is Shabbat Nam. And and that was a confusion, or not a confusion, that was something which I also struggled with. You know, what is Nam? What is Shabbat? And when I was studying Sid Ghosh, it was very uh, clear over there that Shabbat is the medium and through which we overcome, you know, our our egos, and it allows us then to experience the nam, the oneness. So Shabbat to me is that medium, is the guru that chisels one for us to experience that oneness, and that oneness is nam. Now, to experience that nam, how do you experience it? To begin with, one must have the faith, the faith that there is that divine, which is you know, all-pervading, though invisible to the naked eye, but it is present in every, each and every being. So to me, to understand and to experience that vastness of Nam is important as we begin this journey into Shabbats of the week. So you, you know, one asks, can we experience Nam? 
And here I reach out to what Bhaibir Singh writes about Nam. You know, he writes that Nam is, of course, you can experience Nam. Nam is when your remembrance, when your Simran becomes sweet and on your, on your tongue, you experience that sweetness. Know that, that is Nam. When every pore of your body, when every cell is alive with that remembrance, know that you are experiencing Nam. Because you are alive, you are truly awake. So if I put it in my words, what is Nam? I want to say it is that continuous remembrance, that sweetness. It's that flow of that continuous love. It is really like a living sensation that you're truly alive and you're part of this creation and you feel everything at a much deeper level. Or you could say Nam is a living inspiration. So, you know, that to me is Nam. And here Bhagat Prabhidas is saying, how would Nam be the Redeemer if we did not transgress, if we did not fail, if we did not want to experience that? How would Nam become that? And there's a very human element over there that he's saying, you know, he's, he's saying we are small, but you are great. Nam is great. So if we did not make the mistakes, we would never get to experience this absolute bliss, this wonder of the divine. But then he also says, you are the knower all. And then he says, he's, you know, it's really quite sweet and clever. He says, you know, the divine and the votary, and we use the word votary instead of slave and servant, because the word votary is an older word from the English language, but it really is a devotee, but a devotee who has really surrendered, who has said, this is my path. There's a, there's a reverence, there is a surrender in that, in the votary. Slave, because I don't want to use that, because of the connotations which we have in today's language. Though, when you submit, you totally become the slave of that, of your owner. And, you know, when we use the words Swami, when we use the word Thakur, which comes up in Bani over and over again, it is a relationship of slave and master. But it's hard for people to understand that. So divine and votary is what I have used here. And and it says that, well, you know, how would the how would they recognize each other? How would you recognize the divine? How would the devotee recognize the divine? How would the divine recognize the votary? It is through love. And then he says over there, let this body remember every bit. And then he asks, can someone teach him? That the one, that oneness, that Nam pervades everywhere and in everyone equally. It's such an important line coming from him, coming from his background, where he's coming from. He's breaking everything and he's telling him, can someone teach Ravidas? So, you know, of course, you know, the imagery that comes about in, in the Shabbat is the water and the wave. You can really um, get into that. Because as you see in the ocean, the ocean is just continuously flowing and it's wave upon wave. There is no difference between the gold and the gold bracelet. Is there a difference? Some may say yes, but really not. Look beyond. You look beyond the eye. They are the same. 
And then he's saying, between you and I, is there a difference? Because you are that light and I am that spark, your spark. What's the difference? Tell me. And the difference is we have not recognized that divinity. We have not recognized that I'm a part of you. That is what's the difference. The minute you recognize that I am part of, of the, that divine light, that difference becomes very, very small. It dissipates sometimes immediately and sometimes gradually, something you need to work on. But it does happen. But it happens effortlessly, like the water and the wave. They just flow together. And to be in that consciousness where you constantly feel that you are a part of that divine light is absolutely a magical experience. And once you're in that flow, you never want it to stop. And you would do anything and everything. And hence life changes. And hence Shabbat is the chisla. Because Shabbat is Guru. And Guru has the power to chisel and to take a very ordinary human being and turn it into extraordinary. That is why the word Shabbat can never be translated. The Shabbat for us is Guru. I had said a lot, Man. Pray. <laughs> Sorry, I was uh, caught up in a trance there when you were talking. Um, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Uh, great way to put it in the context that you did. Wow. So it made me think of a lot of things. Uh, but I also, I think it's a different way of looking at Nam, too, in the way you said it, because when I was a kid, or you go to Gurdwara still today, um, and even when I was a kid, or my parents would tell me something, or I would just listen to, you know, a, a katakar and, uh, at the Gurdwara, I would always just think Nam is just praying, and that's it. But I think over here, when you were explaining what Nam could be, and uh, how would Nam be the redeemer? It actually, uh, it's actually a very different way to look at it, and and the way I think probably all the gurus and all the gurus devotees look at it, and not just sitting in a room and praying. That was that was interesting. Yeah, you know, uh, we always say you must pray, but when does prayer become a conversation? Because at the end of the day. If you look at the Shabbat, it is a conversation which Bhagat Ravidas is ha having. He's not praying. He's actually having a conversation. And that's the place where, you, you know, he's telling you, this is where you want to be. To be so open, to be that feeling that I'm having a conversation with you. What is the difference? Tell me. And that's. You know, that's that amazing freedom that you that one experiences as the as you allow Shabbat to chisel you, as you get closer or you are allowed not allowed, I don't want to use the word allowed, as you get to experience that closeness, those barriers fall down and it becomes a very intimate relationship. You know, I call um I refer to the Guru Granth Sahib as a divine collection of love letters. And you know what we do with love letters when we get a love letter. 
we put it under our pillow, we savor it, we read it over and over again. Each word is like a jewel for us. What did the author mean? What did she or he mean by that? And that is that intensity that the Shabbat has for me. And hence, I call them love letters. Because I, I, the experience with me has been, these are love letters to me. And I need to figure out what the person who is sending them to me is writing to me. So unless, um, so it's not a prayer for me. It's not, um, it's not something abstract. It's very real. And that's that intimacy of that relationship, which is like that. And, you know, you had asked in the beginning, why Shabbat of the week? And to, to tell you the truth, if I'm brutally honest, I mean, I could give you a very lofty and a very inspirational um, thing that this was a vision I had for the Sick Research Institute. And this is the way, you know, we need to connect with Barney. And, um, and I could say all those things which would sound great, but they would not be true. The simple fact is that uh, last year I was going through a difficult time. I felt uh, that I was not anchored, and I was losing my anchor. And uh, I decided that the only way that I knew how to be centered again was through Barney, through Shabbat. So every night I, since the month of May, I began... Uh, spending from 8.30 to 10 with Shabbat. And I would, you know, work or, or Shabbat would work with me. And I, it was an exercise which I began for myself, just for me to be centered and to feel whole again. And once a collection developed, uh, I looked at it and I said, oh my gosh, you know, it would be wonderful if I could share it. And, you know, the thought came of putting it into a book but that's a longer project. And I said, why don't I share it with my Sangat? And I began sharing it on my Facebook page. And then the idea grew that I wanted to take it to the Sikri Sangat. And I, you know, and uh, then I had a conversation with Harinder Singh. And I said, you know, I would love to do this with you. Um, and, he, you know, I sent them to him. And he said, they're beautiful. I think you should go ahead. And I said, no, but I need your input on this. And um, he was very gracious, and we agreed to do this together. And to tell you the truth, Manpreet, and this is the honest truth, I mean, the Shabbat's, the, my transcreation was or is beautiful or was beautiful. At least I thought so. But having him by my side working on this, it is a lot richer. So the beauty was there. But now it is the beauty and the richness, and I see it. And I, I want to say that because truth must always be acknowledged. You know, my limitations, his limitations, they are very much human and very much there. But, you know, for the audience to know that this was not on a whim, this was through something quite... Um, something painful that I went through and that and then to reach out and say okay I think I want to share it with the world and then to reach out to Harinder and say let's do this together and then to come to a place where I can see that I have grown 
in this process and the richness that it has brought to the Barney. Have I learned? Absolutely. It's been a phenomenal experience. And I hope we can do, you know, quite a few of them so that your audience, our audience, gets to experience, uh, you know, that growth and that richness of the Barney. That to me is for them to fall in love with Barney as I have. I mean, that's the goal. That's the objective, if there is any. But it basically started out with me trying to figure out a way to anchor myself. No, that's great. I am personally very happy that you uh, decided to share this with the world. I think it's going to be uh, amazing going forward. At least people have something to look forward to, to some, something to learn each week, which is which is awesome. Um, but I have one last question, which is, I'm going to read it, I guess, off the website, because I, I kind of like why you did this, but I wanted you to tell the audience as well um, on the on the website uh, for where the Shabbat is on the, the last like line, kind of like a disclaimer that we have, we wrote, we aspire to learn and retain the divine attribute as used in the original Shabbat and avoid terms like God or Lord. Why did you consciously decide to avoid terms like God and or Lord, which I think is a great, uh, it's a great idea. And it's a great, it's great that you did that, but uh, just to let the audience know why. So the word God has a Judeo Christian you know, immediately a thought comes into mind when you think of God, of somebody sitting up there judging everything. That's not the sick idea of the divine. That's not the sick, uh, you know, narrative. So for us to use that word God would absolutely put us right back what we are trying to avoid, because you cannot then, then go with this, that God and you are one. You're part of God. It doesn't go in that thought process that you are spark of the divine light. Mantu apna You know, it doesn't flow with it. So we use the word divine. And the Lord, of course, with the gender, it's, it, primarily it's the same thing. But in this series, Manpreet, more than anything else, we have taken the words which appear like Prabhu, Swami, Govind, Ram, and have gotten to the root of that word, and have brought out that attribute. Because a lot of us think that when the word Ram is used, it is in the historical context, the historical Ram, which is not so. So as we come to those Shabbats, you know, we'll have an opportunity to talk about that and what really Thakur means. Uh, if we can, I mean, it was very easy, and believe me, I did that. That was the first, you know, when in the last um, year when I had translated them, I had used the word divine, you, creator. Those were my three words for the divine. However, you bring Harinder Singh into the picture and then things change as they must because everyone brings their own flavor, their own understanding. And we had a discussion and said, why don't we explain this? And and I said, help me understand this. So um, he said, these are the divine attributes. And as we began that process, the Shabbat grew even deeper for each, for both of us. It was all of a sudden, like, whoa, aha. It was, you know, many aha moments that we had and said, oh, this, my, my gosh, this changes us completely. 
and that was the beauty and the joy because when you when you're taking on a project of this nature and when you're so intimately and deeply involved in something you love if you don't have those aha and those growing moments it becomes very dry but this is not that this is you know i i know for myself that i'm growing and it's such a joy to be able to grow and share that that joy and you know i don't want to speak for him but i'm sure if for some of the podcasts, maybe you can ask him to do that and, you know, get his experience of working on the Shabbat. So it would be, you know, so you will, so your audience will have both perspectives there. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, I um, definitely appreciate your time. I'm looking forward to all the other Shabbats uh, that are going to come up uh, every week. Uh, this was great. I hope the audience learn something. We're going to be doing a lot more of these. We're going to be talking about a bunch of other topics, but I really appreciate you spending some time uh, today and telling us about the Shabbat and Igar. Any last, any last uh, final thoughts uh, before we let you go? Well, you know, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you mentioned, Manpreet, that the Shabbat is going to be also on audio. So the audience can, if they go onto the website, can listen to it as well to get the entire experience. And for me, that was really important when I was translating or transcreating the Shabbat. I cannot begin to tell you I would begin listening, be absorbed, and then go back. And throughout this entire process, you know, the Shabbat was with me, the audio, because the mood and the the tone is so very, very important. And there's a lot of wooing that goes on that that happens in the Shabbat. So to be able to get into that, uh, you know, that mindset, that mood was really important. So I hope your audience will, you know, at a quiet moment, one evening, they will get onto the website and hear the Shabbat sung in the rag that is prescribed in and, uh, you know, enjoy the, the entire experience of it. Great. Well, thank you very much. Just to let the audience know, the website is sikri.org. That's S-I-K-H-R-I.org. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and uh, we'll hope to... We hope we uh, we hope we uh, provide you with a lot more info and substance on the next one. Thank you. Thank you, Manfred. All right.